Hey, hey, everybody. How the heck are you on this unbelievably warm, glorious this, uh, Sunday before? Although, uh, technically, Nest Sunday is a Sunday before Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, But, I mean, I driving in today, it felt like this should either be first part of April or last part of October. Right? <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Well, the primary of it is we didn't have much snow. And so, mm. yeah, it's kind of gone. Yes. <laughs> And that's, oh, there's a couple little piles from where the plow put it, but. <laughs> so anyway, I don't know, white Christmas, we'll see right. what happens, you know, but and what a difference a year makes from last year to this yes. year. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully everybody's um, getting ready for Christmas here as far as uh, you got your Christmas shopping, how you're doing your shipping, sh- Christmas shopping there, Hope. Um, pretty good. I have to do a couple things for like work parties, oh, okay. kind of white elephant gifts okay. type things that I need to pick up. Do you go to a dollar store or what? Yeah, well, I'm going to figure something out <laughs> because it's work, but they're kind of supposed, I'm like, so it can't, it has to be appropriate, uh-huh. oh, yeah. but they're supposed to be, you know, fun or like uh-huh. funny. So we'll see. But yeah, a dollar I think, store, I think can do yeah, well. exactly. I think it's like no more than $15 okay. or something like that. Or you find something and then add something that mm-hmm. costs a dollar to it to make it even funnier. Right. You know? That's what you got to do. Yeah, so it's fun. I'm excited for that. But I still oh, have to cool. figure something out. That's really good. Yeah. Really good. Do you ever go to the Hubbard? Uh, yeah, I went last night, actually. Oh, yeah? The was holiday it, oh, party. Oh, was it last yeah, night? Yeah, it was last oh. night. Well, uh, yes, Sarah. <laughs> I was thinking it was next Saturday. Oh. So how was it? It was good. Oh, yeah. Good. I only went to one. I think it was the second year I was here. Mm, okay. Oh boy, getting dressed up is not my thing. Mm, yeah. And then also going downtown Minneapolis. <laughs> sure. But if you like those things or getting dressed up, it's a good party. Oh, yeah. So oh, it was. It was mm-hmm. a phenomenal. And yes. I've never seen shrimp so big and like that in my right? whole life. It was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. And then I might tip my hat to who walked into the studio this day. I looked and I'm like, no way. <laughs> it, Christmas has hit FM 107 studio. It sure has. Whoever did it, I tip my hat and thank you, thank you, thank you. All the years of being here, 16 years, it has never had lights or any signs of Christmas other than if I put up a little Christmas card or something sure. like that. <laughs> and so I was really impressed. So I tip my hat to whoever did that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I think this should be a new Tradition. Tradition. I agree. <laughs> Save this uh, and put it up next week, mm-hmm. next year. So anyway. So it's me and Hope. We're here. Carly's yes. off today. So if you've got questions, please give a holler. 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. Be happy to answer your questions. And then also, um, yesterday I was uh, down in Maple Plain at the UFC farm store. And I want to thank uh, the owner of Captain, a big uh, standard poodle, an apricot stand, standard poodle. I want to thank thank him for the tip. Um, I had uh, helped him work his uh, big standard poodle, okay. Captain. And then... Um, uh, the collar he uh, you know he could buy, and so he gave me the money you know and I didn't do anything I just put it in my pocket you know and then I get home I take it out and he paid me twice as far as he gave me you know <laughs> he gave me he gave me a tip I guess oh <laughs> nice so uh, so I want to tip my hat to the the owners of uh, Captain's mom and dad thank you very much that was great we had a good time down there Santa was down there. Uh, gave her away free samples of Nutrisaurus, answered quite a few dog questions. A beautiful day. It was really tough to be inside oh, because okay. it was just so nice yesterday. Yes. Like, can we go outside? So, and, well, we didn't though. Ah. So, but, uh, yeah, so Captain, is uh, Captain, Mom and Dad, thank you very much and Merry, Merry Christmas to you. I like that name, Captain. Captain. Yes. He was saying uh, the, all the litter mates were named something, uh, had to do like sailor. Oh, okay. Had to do something with. Sure. Nautical, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Boats and stuff like that. Yeah. Cool. So, so anyway. Okay. So 
Yep, give a holler, 651-641-1071. Uh, now, one th- a couple of things that I want to bring up. Where's my list here? Okay. Uh, some people now with with the holidays, people are either thinking about getting a puppy or a kitty and or and they want to or right. a secondhand dog and they bring them into a household that either has another dog or a kitty. The biggest thing when you're, let's say you're bringing a new cat home, whether you got a kitty or whether you've got an, um, uh, whether it's a cat, the first thing that you got to remember is cats are independent. They're very, they're, they're not pack orientated like a dog is. So they get, their knickers get in a knot when all of a sudden they've got to share their, their human and their territory. So you've got to do it very slow. And some personality of cats are very conducive to eventually blending in. And some cats personality is, yeah, that's, I meet me. I wish you luck. But the biggest thing is when you bring the new cat or kitten home, bring them in a kennel. And then uh, put the kennel on the floor and let the other dog or dog or cat in the house come up and sniff. You know, don't put them out in the middle of the floor. Put it like it's in a corner so the cat doesn't feel like he's out or, you know, in the kennel. It's not like, oh, my gosh, what's going on here? So let them sniff and such like that. And then just kind of leave it there. Go about your visit, you know, bit very. And then you with the cat or new kitten, you're going to have to keep it in in a room. And maybe if you want to put a screen door on it or whatever, but that's going to be that new cat's or kitten's room for a while. You're going to have this is litter box in there and, you know, feed them in there as toys, scratch and such like that. And then what you're going to do is peri- uh, periodically throughout the day switch. Now the, the kitten or the new cat uh, comes out into the main house and then the, the cat the other cats or whatever go into the kitten's room. So they can kind of get to smell each other. Smell is a huge thing, both in the cat world and um, in the uh, kitten world. Everybody wants to smell. Where dogs get it themselves into trouble with cats is they want to come up and get, let me smell you. <laughs> you know, and the, and the cat is like, ah, touch no. me and die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're big or you're too moving too fast. Uh, you know. So so what I would strongly suggest too is that uh, for a dog, if you're bringing a cat into the house, take like a bandana. And then rub it all over the cat and then put it on the dog. So now the dog is wearing that cat's smell 24-7. So then he's going to get, because his big thing is, I want to smell you. Right. So now we're going to kind of douse up. You know, if you want to, take a blanket and rub it on the cat. Okay. And then put it in the dog bed. And so now he's sleeping more on the neck and his nose is, so he's constantly smelling the cat. And so then there again, keep the cat in a, in a carry kennel or, you know, um, an all wire kennel. Usually I like the carry kennels because the cat feels safer, you know, because they can see those slots and through the gate in front. Right. But with the, the wire kennels, it's like, I'm going to die. You know, and it's, <laughs> you know, it's just too much. Sure. And you want the cat to have a good time or the kitten and not get worried. And then just keep doing this cat in the kennel or kitten in the kennel. Let the dog sniff or the other cat, you know, sniff. And then they goes back into this room and do this for maybe a week until you could fit, you know, where the cat walks up and goes, oh, it's you and walks away or the dog walks up. Oh, it's you. And then walks away. They're used to uh, it. Now they're getting used to mm-hmm. each other. All right. So then the next thing would be then like now you also have been taking the kitten or cat out of its room and then put, we're going to put it in the main house and then you're taking the cat, existing cat or cats and put it in, in the room that the kitten or the cat was in. Okay. So they, so they have a chance to explore each other's environments. Right. And then there again, they're getting used to the smells and they're just getting used to each other. Mm-hmm. And and if you go too fast, folks, I think this is all going to be done in two to three weeks. That's going to bite you in the butt. So you got to be patient and take the time, especially when you're trying to acclimate a cat in with a new cat, you know, a, a new cat in with a, a, an existing cat sure. or cats. Or a new cat or kitten with an existing dog. Okay, they, it's 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 really tough, but you, you can do it if you take your time. But just remember to take your time. All right, all right, all right. Uh, uh, give a holler six five one six four one one zero seven one. Who's up? 
All right, we have Gail, and her dog um, seems to go after puppies a lot in public areas. Go after puppies? Yes. Oh, wow, okay. Hey, Gail, how you doing? Pretty good, how are you? Good, good. What kind of pupper do you got? Uh, well, he's two and a half. I've got a golden retriever mix, so he's golden, a little bit of poodle, and a little bit of spaniel. Oh, okay. And how, and then, now what, when you say goes after, what are you talking about? Well, he just becomes very aggressive. It's like he... And he'll even seem like he's playing at first, and then all of a sudden he'll turn, the hair goes up on his back, and he literally attacks the puppy. I mean, he's never punctured, but, I mean, definitely not playing, definitely aggressive. Okay, are we at dog parks? Uh, No, we are at, like, an isolated um, golf course that, you know, people sometimes walk on in the winter and let their dogs off the leash. Okay. Has your dog spent time at doggy daycare dog parks? Um, he's been at dog parks before, but I try to avoid them and, um, for this issue alone. Yeah. Um, because they get, a lot of dogs get overwhelmed, especially when they're two and a half, three years old, they start becoming a lot more pushier if they spent any kind of time at the dog parks or dog daycare. Uh, and they, they just start, they're like, um, you know how, like when we were kids, you know, doing crazy things, it was fun. But then as you get older, it's like, you know, do it again. I'm going to smack you. <laughs> and so that's the same thing. Dog older. And I know two and a half doesn't sound older, but he's starting to more mentally mature where silly games is not what he wants to. So if I could, some dogs, if allowed to warm up slower, Slowly, I mean. Now, if he if he's uh, another dog comes up to him is like all over in his face. Now, does he react r- right away? Yeah, and I noticed that that it seems like when the puppy starts sniffing the face area and doesn't do the standard, you know, let sniff butts. Uh-huh. That seems to be when when you know all of a sudden my dog just is like, oh, I don't like this, and, uh-huh. and goes after him. Yep, yep, very aggressively. Okay, okay. And so now, what dog are is this a, a dog that you want to have a really you know have your dog be friends with or what? No, no, it really is just very random. But okay. you know, it's like my dog does need you know I, I do expect that my dog could you know meet a, another dog appropriately do you know what i mean oh yeah it's just so you're out on so you're out on walks meeting other dogs yeah okay yeah. and sometimes sometimes like if he is on a or if the other dog is on a leash and my dog is off for some reason that will trigger him too and it seemed like really if if my dog is not on a leash he will go after another dog that seems very weird yeah why don't you hold that thought we got to go to break so we're gonna we're gonna address this when you come back okay don't hang up all right okay in the song frosty the snowman what made frosty come to life we'll be back excellent love it okay in the song frosty the snowman what made Frosty come to life? <sighs> I was thinking about this and I'm like, I can't even, I uh, can't remember. You can't think of the Magic song in your head? or I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Or the movie. <laughs> it was an old silk hat. Okay. And when he put it on, he began to dance around. Yep. Frosty I was trying to think of the so movie. Many. There you go. Uh, All right. Okay. We're talking. Hey, you've got a question. Give a holler. 651-641-1071. And the Vikes won today. Yeah, yes. Awesome. Okay. We're talking to the Gale. Okay, Gail. Hi there. Okay, now, what it comes down to a lot is just the personality of dogs that we have. It's just like two-legged kids, okay? There's some kids that can play nice in the sandbox, you know, the majority of the time, and they don't get their knickers in a knot, right? And then there's some kids that you look at them wrong, and they're throwing sand in your face, right? And so the thing, that's the same thing with some dogs. The way a dog holds his head, his ears, his tails, you know, says a lot, the body language to another dog. And some dogs have good body, a social 
social skills, body reading language, and some don't. And so with the personality, it sounds, of your dog, your dog needs to meet dogs slowly, like go for walks together parallel. Well, it'd be dog, human, dog, human, and a little bit of space between that, all right? Where there's parallel. Well, he can kind of judge up and that. This personality sounds like if the dog gets immediately into his face, he's going to be reactive because he hasn't had time to judge or see who this dog is. And a lot of dogs will come up, touch noses, and then all of a sudden you see the, they, they become bigger. They portray themselves bigger. They stand kind of on their toes. Their ears go back. Their head gets cocked. The tail is up or and is wagging but very stiffly that's then, exactly it right and then all you know the next thing is going to be if that dog moves not your dog you know the dog doing the stance the other dog moves bam time to one he's going to get nailed right yep. and so yep. what you've just got to do is that you've got to realize that maybe your dog is not conducive to meeting a lot of dogs <laughs> okay. and so when you go on walks because the big thing that kind of always sends me into a tither is that everybody wants every dog to meet on a walk all right and it's like you know what that's like taking a three or four year old child and saying you have to meet, meet every kid you see around Como Park. Here, see this kid. Here, see this kid. Here, there. It's very hard for dogs to make friends because there's so much involved between, you know, body language and signals because obviously they can't talk to each other in a way. You know what I mean? They do, but. So the thing is, is that you've got to understand your dog's personality and not put him into a situation that's going to get him hurt or he's going to hurt another dog. We all want the dog or the two-legged kid that can play nice in the sandbox no matter who's kicking sand. But the thing is, is there are more dogs than not that they just don't, they, if they're allowed to warm slowly up to another dog and the dog is, that other dog is a kind of a more laid back, easygoing dog, 10 to 1, they could be best buds. All right. But if you get another dog that is kind of a wah factor, and up in the face, though they may never become good friends. It might be painstakingly slow. It is a possibility, but you got to be in it for the long haul. And so, and that's just a personality, and you got to acknowledge that. And so, like when you're out on walks and such, you know, if somebody says, "Oh, can our cat or can our cat, can our dogs meet?" You're gonna say, "Nope, we're training right now," and just walk on by. Because if you've been in the habit of having the dog, your dog, meet dogs as he sees them, you know, most most often, then the dog starts getting himself revved up. Like, okay, who's coming in my face? Who's coming in my face? And he starts getting himself into just a tither, tither. So what you want him to learn right now is how he can just walk on by. Just leave it alone. No big, no business is yours. Walk on by. And so that's the next phase you're going to work on here. Now, uh-uh, come on, let's go redirect him, get him onto something else. And so, and if people ask, you know, can we, no, we're training right now. Now, I don't know if you know uh, a yellow ribbon. If you ever see a dog with a yellow ribbon on his collar or its leash, it means the dog has space issues. Take stay out of my dog's face and space. And so what you would do well to do is put that on at collar and or leash. And to help people understand, when you see a yellow ribbon on a dog, that means the dog has space issues. Please walk around us. And so you're, you're not acknowledging that. You're not saying that I have a bad dog. You just have a dog with a complicated personality, all right? And so you, and you, so you just have to you just have to work with it. Just like if you had a two-legged child that had a complicated personality, what's going to happen is that you don't hide the kid like, oh, I, I have a kid that's broke. No, you just learn how to work with it and find the right friends that he can play with and all is right with the world. 
world. You know, and so that's what you just got to do is got to work with it. So find somebody within your circle of friends or family or coworkers that have the easygoing, laid back dog that if he gets snarked at, he's not going to be reactive to your dog. And then the first thing is, is you go for walks parallel. Every once in a while, you can let him touch noses. We're not talking like the first walk. <laughs> you know, when you can see that they're both kind of, they look at each other and just kind of ignore each other. And then, then, then let them touch noses and then just kind of keep on going. You know, don't let them get into the, like, hello, you know, right away. All right. Okay. So, so then what's going to happen is that then you will be able to feel, cause you know, your dog, you know, if he's starting to lighten up and then, you know, then I uh, know, and let's say you finally do make buddy. Let's maybe it took two months to get here where they're playing and they're playing nice. Now, if, as they're playing, if it's, they're starting to escalate, you get in there, put the leashes on, everybody put leashes on and we have a timeout. All right. Don't allow things to escalate because then you could build up animosities, one snark and it all, all heck can be wrecked. All right. So if you see that they're playing a little bit too hard, you don't, you know, like with two-legged kids, somebody's going to get hurt. And if you don't wait to hear the want, you know, the cry because somebody got hurt, you know what's coming. So you step in and redirect. All right. Get every, the kids go to this room. The other kid goes to the other room. You sit down, read a book, watch TV, but just zero out. And that's what you want to do with, with the dogs also. And so you've got to be the advocate of your dog, that your dog isn't one that's going to meet every dog and like every dog. And that's, like I said, it's a hard job for dogs to meet. And that's why, like, if, when I go for walks, and well, as long as I don't talk, most people don't know who I am. <laughs> but the minute I open them up, oh, you're Katie, you But anyway, so I just put the yellow ribbon on my leash so everybody will leave me alone. <laughs> and then I, uh, like if people say, no, I'm in training and just, you know, keep right on going. And so, like I say, don't think that your dog is broke. Just work with a little bit complicated personality. Okay. 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 Great. Thank you so much. You bet, kiddo. Have a great day. Merry Christmas. All righty then. Yeah, people are just so worried that if their dog doesn't get along with every dog, you know, that their dog is broken, they're going to make it better and make him be friends so that he can, <laughs> you know, mm, but no, right. it's just, like I said, it's just like with two-legged kids. You yep. can have five <laughs> kids in a family and one kid's a hermit, one kid's a, the bully, one kid's a, the, is the artist, you know, and you got one kid's as Mr. Congeniality or Mrs. Congeniality that, you know, can get along with everybody and anybody, you know, and that's what you just got to do. You got to learn to work with what you have and not wish for and try to not see what's really truly sure. in front of you. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to be honest because we all want, you know, but it, that's just the way to just like, you know, kids and dogs. Everybody wants the dog that all oh, the kids can, you know, jump on and, and right. hang off of and such <laughs> like that. And but the reality, there's very few dogs that will tolerate that for any length of time. Exactly. And all of a sudden some dog is going to bite that kid. And then mm. the, 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 unfortunately the dog pays with his life. Because the dog bit the kid. Well, I can't, I can't trust my dog. Well, wait oh, a minute. Yeah. You're the one that created the problem by uh, making, thinking that dog should take a licking and keep on ticking from your kids and not teaching your kids to, uh, understand dogs and spaces and spaces. Mm -hmm. And I, when I do say this to kids, I get that my nose right into their nose, you know, or nose to nose. I just swing right in. The look on their face is priceless. <laughs> they look scared, like they're going to yeah. pee their pants. I said, this is what you're doing to your dog. Do mm. you like this? No. Then keep your face and space, you know, out of your dog's face. And so, yeah, but anyway, so that, like I say, it's when you can switch it over into, I do a lot of human and, you know, dog human analogy, because then people can realize how the dog sees it. Right. How they feel with the situation. Exactly. So. Good way to make it relatable. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Who's up? Um. Okay. I think... Correct me, Afflin, um, she had a question kind of going back with the main topic about introducing a new pet. Okay, sounds good. And how, yeah, do we, so how, how are we saying your name? Ashlyn. Oh, Ashlyn. Okay, right, got thank it. Thank you. No kidding. Okay, so Ashlyn, what's up? 
So I have a roommate that is bringing in a bunny. Okay. Um, she met the bunny already, but I'm just wondering if you think that maybe like a bandana would be good if yep. I'm going to have the bunny in the kitchen area or something yep. so that she's not wanting to. But what kind of dog do you have? Uh, she's a boxer mix. About well, that's a lot. She's she's a very happy dog. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, she is. <laughs> yes. And that's one thing you got to watch for is at first is because there's so you know a paw can come flying out and and hurt the bunny. All right. And so that's mm-hmm. why what you I would do is that yeah the bandana excellent rub it all over the the bunny same th- you know put it on th- that one and then uh, rub it all a uh, towel over the bunny put it in her bed so sh- the smell is always so she's less likely to try to nose her to death. The bunny okay but then you okay. got to watch that that you know he's gonna poke at the bunny like come on buddy let's play whether they use the nose or whether she uses a paw i would let your pupper drag a six foot nylon leash around so you've got something to quick step on and just and don't come out like bad dog just say hey 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 be nice be nice come here you got to be nice because now mike gilligan he's 10 pounds okay and then i had my 90 pounder Je- uh, zelda okay and uh, then I have my three-pounder, Ethel. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Ethel being three pounds, Gilligan thinks that Ethel is a personal live toy. Okay. And then uh, Zelda, just one paw on her, not maliciously, just come on, let's play, could have hurt her, right? And so, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I taught Zelda to just kind of like, ah, you can look, but leave it alone. Okay. And then with uh, with. Gillian, I taught him the word be nice. You know, if he tried to grab Ethel's ear, like, come on, we're going this way. Hey, 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 be nice. Be nice. Oh, good job. Very nice. And then redirect. Where's your ball? Get him onto something else. Try to make the rabbit the inanimate object in the in the room so that the dog isn't just like, now, the first to, first couple of weeks, the, the dog is going to be fascinated by the rabbit, okay? And so that mm-hmm. way, if you don't have time to watch him, you know, then put the rabbit in a, a, a cage so the dog can see him and smell him, you know, and just slowly let it evolve. But all, like, I said, be worry, be on of like one paw on the rabbit could hurt the rabbit. So you've got to, you know, okay. but they can get together. They can, they can do it. But you, but don't yell. Just say, ah, 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 be nice. You be nice. Okay. Okay. Does that help you? That does. Yes. Okay. Thank you. you bet. Have a Merry Christmas. You too. Bye-bye. All right. In the song, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. What incriminating evidence was found on Grandma's back? We'll be back. That would be me. Thank you for joining me on Sunday. Every Sunday from 4 to 6, I'm here and uh, answer your dog or your cat questions and occasional whatever questions, okay? So, and I, I thank you, can't thank you guys enough for tuning me in on Sunday afternoons and sharing your afternoons with me. So anyway, okay, here it is in the song, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. What incriminating evidence was found on Grandma's back? This is like where I can't remember the lyrics, uh-huh. just like the main title. Yeah, I got ran over I know. by a reindeer. <laughs> um, I'm not sure. A claws mark. Oh, okay. A I was going to think mark. it's a mark of something, yep. but. Claws marks. Claws marks. There we go. Okay. But yeah, that's a, I remember the first time I ever heard that one. I never laughed so hard in my life. (laughs) But anyway, okay, let's head to the phones. Yes. So we have Jackie and unfortunately her dog bit her and she's just wondering if what might have caused it. All righty. Let's check it out. Hi, Jackie. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. What kind of pupper? Um, he's about seven and he's a lab mix. Okay. And then go ahead. Oh, um, well, one morning before work, 
And I, I called you actually a while ago about his ACL injury, and I'm wondering if maybe I leaned on it. Because uh-huh. as I leaned in to kiss him goodbye, he raged on my face and bit my face. And since then, he hasn't done anything, but I've been paying more attention to cues. And I'm wondering, and I was distracted okay. and not paying attention. So I wonder if maybe I missed a cue. Cause it seemed like he groaned, but I thought it was more, I'm stretching out and I'm okay. groaning. Okay. But maybe it was a growl. Okay. I wonder what your thoughts are. Okay, so uh, so the, show me the premises here. Okay, you got your jacket, your coat on, you're ready to leave for work, and you're gonna. Yes. Leave, and okay, so where is the dog? Is the dog laid in his bed? He was laying on the couch. I laid on the couch downstairs. Okay, and so then, then I, and then I sat on the edge of the couch and okay. I leaned over and I did. I think lean on his leg, but like I said, I had other things on my mind and I wasn't paying that much attention. Okay, so then, um, uh, how bad did he nail you? I had to get five stitches, so it wasn't oh horrible, but okay. it, oh, well. it, and since... <laughs> oh, not terrible. So I could have had 46 <laughs> stitches. Now, that would have been terrible. <laughs> and they're healing, and I... Uh, well, okay. I, don't, I don't know. And Has he ever he, growled at you or seemed, you know, defensive in any he, way? He has growled at me before, like if he has something and I go to try oh, yep. to take okay. it away. That's very, yes, and then I, and I, but I've heard those warnings right. and I was like, eh, okay, I'm not going to argue with okay. you about this. Okay. I'll go distract you with something else and then okay. pick up the thing when you drop it. Okay. Now, or, uh, now, would you classify when you went in to sit on the side of the, the couch, do you think he was awake or just waking up or what? Well, it was very early. I leave really early okay. in the morning okay. and it was early and he may have been sleeping okay. and I... Yep. Uh, Okay. But it was nothing really that much out of the ordinary than I do any other morning, except that I may have leaned onto his bad leg. Okay, yeah, then that's a possibility. But one thing, this is FYI for all dog owners. If your dog is sleeping on a couch, on a chair, in their bed, whatever, never go into their face and space. You get the dog to wake up. Hey, hi, how you doing? You clap your hands. You have them get up off the couch, out of their bed. Wait for them to shake. Okay, stretch. Some dogs will shake first and then stretch or stretch. Okay. And then now you know they've shaken the cobwebs and they're aware of their their surroundings of where they're at. Okay, because now my guess is that, okay, he could be, you know, in and out. He was aware of you, but not really. You know how, you know how if you're dreaming, sometimes you can kind of hear what's in the room, but it's kind of in the dream and you're not, you know, you're not really with the whole program. Okay, sure. and that can happen with dogs too. And so that's why, especially as dogs get older, you know, they're sensitive. Their hearing, their eyesight, things like that are a little bit more not right there. And so I don't know about you, but I've got a couple friends that if you if you don't make sure they're awake before you try touching them, you're going to get nailed. <laughs> they come up swinging. <laughs> and so that's yeah. why, and some dogs take a time to wake up. And so that's why you never go to a dog that is sleeping. You make sure they're awake. You just clap your hands and say, Hey, are you awake? Are you awake? And so, and that's just like, like my little Ethel, my three pounder. I always, what I do is, you know, she's, you know, three pounds, no teeth. But anyway, so it looks like she's really curled up and really, you know, out of it. So I'll just clap my hands a little bit by her. Hey, hey, you, are you up? Are you up? And then the head will slowly come up and you could just see the eyes like, 
huh? (laughs) And so then I go, come on, let's go. And so, and she's a real slow getter upper. She doesn't jump to the feet. Like Gilligan is the one that once he's awake, bam, he's gone. (laughs) It's like, oh yeah, Yeah. let's go. But she's a real slow (laughs) mover. And so that's why I don't, this was not in malice. I think that this is just a circumstantial, you know, what circumstances, the perfect storm hit. Okay. The dog wasn't really awake. You got, and you could have bumped it. Yes. You know, you could have bumped it. Whereas now you sat uh, where you sat on the couch you were at his bottom end right not yeah 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 yeah. and so definitely you could have twerked it wrong and he wasn't awake and wasn't aware you know what i mean so i just say it was the perfect storm unfortunately sorry you got nailed but that's where as us as humans we've got to be more diligent as far as always make sure the dog is awake and shakes, stands up, shakes, or and or sweat stretches, then call them over. Now you know they're with the program. Now you can give hugs and kisses and such like that. But don't yeah. don't ever find yourself in your you know right where the dog is sound asleep. All right. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah, because usually he's the kind of dog that lets you do almost anything to him. Right. It's very very kind. And right. It just struck me as so. Yep. It was just so, it was oh my a, God, what did I do? Yeah, no, 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 no. Felt, it was, yeah. I really don't even think he was aware that it was you. I just think that he, you, you woke him up, told, you know, where he wasn't sure, and he his, his knee-jerk reaction, the, the knee-jerk reaction with all dogs is complying with their teeth because they're not going to be somebody else's, you know, chow. <laughs> and, yeah. so, and that's what they do, and so that's what happened to you. Unfortunately, he wasn't aware that it was you, so that's why, right. and, and you're not the only one. This is, happens more often than not, and that's, okay. and, the th- and the reason is, is that I don't blame it that you bumped his leg. I blame it on you did not make sure he was awake before you came into the face and space. All right. And so that's what you got to be very diligent about. You never, I can't even tell you how many people have gotten bit by going up to a dog that's sleeping on a couch and they get their face right up there to give him a kiss on the head or something like that and have gotten nailed in the face. And it's like, no, 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 you can't do that. Not with the dog. You got to think like a dog. Dogs are reactive. They don't know it's you kissing them on top. They think it could be a grizzly bear, you know, coming to, you know, take them apart. And so, like I said, they got to wake up. Just, you know, you got to wake up and and be aware of the situation. Oh, it's you. And then, see, I taught my daughter that I never would let my daughter hug any of my dogs. Because whatever she does with my dog, she's going to do with other people's dogs. And then, and hugging a dog is a dominant position. It's saying I am dominant over you. And if you, a lot of dogs will allow their immediate immediate humans to do it, but as you do it, feel the dog. You can feel them stiffen up because it's it's like a dominance move. And so what I do is I taught Cassandra to tap her cheek and go kisses, kisses, where <laughs> the dogs come to her and give kisses. All right. Yeah. And so instead of her getting into their face and space. And so that's yeah. why I rather see people do is tap the cheek and say kisses. Now the dog, if he's awake, he's going to know it. Oh, I could come over and give you a kiss. But otherwise, yeah. if he's not awake, he's going to what that? Huh? Hmm? It's going <laughs> to take him a while to be able to shake it off. You know what I mean? To, oh, I know that is mom. Here, I'll give you oh. kisses. All right. So that's yeah. that's what you want to do. But no, I don't put any blame on this. It's just unfortunately the perfect storm. And I my and you weren't thinking. <laughs> yeah, I was very distracted. Okay. Yes. And so that's what I mean. So just, you know, stay, stay in the moment, you know, don't get distracted when it comes to like, always make sure the pupper is up because like I said, if he's, that's natural for a dog to growl. Like if he's got uh, something that you want and you're coming towards him, it's very natural for them to say, Hey, touch it and die. And that's when you can either teach trade or redirect to get what you want. You never go up. When you hear that growl, you back off. They mean business. Yeah. 
<laughs> so well, I'm just, sorry. I was worried I had a little cujo. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Don't be so thinking like about. Said, he's usually very friendly. And yes. Very nope. You caught him off guard. And unfortunately, when we are off guard, we either kick or, or swing our fists, right? But when a right. dog is caught off guard, the, the teeth come flying. All right. And that's unfortunately, I think it was an off guard thing. He wasn't awake, wasn't sure it was you. And then, yes, you might have, you know, lent in, but I don't think that was the core of it. I think the core of it, he, you startled him and he, he could have been in a dream of something, you know, maybe in his dream, he was being eaten by a a grizzly bear and he's like, Oh my God, it's here. (laughs) You know, I never even considered that. I thought maybe I just leaned on his leg and yeah, no, I just think that his head, his head wasn't there. Remember people swing if they're scared with their fists and their feet and dogs swing with their their fa- unfortunately, their fangs. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I'm sorry that it happened, but no, you don't have Cujo. You just had a circumstance okay. that got, you know, that got a bit crazy. All right? All right. Okay, All buy right. him a nice Chris. You know what? Go get, get some really good, cool freeze-dry treats from Nutrisource. He'll love you. Okay? I know. He seemed to be very sorry for himself oh, oh, yeah. a couple days after. Oh, yeah. I'm sure so. he didn't realize. Like I said, he was caught off, too. So, you know, both of you. So now, now I'll kiss and hug and, and oh, no hug, but, but kiss, kisses, kisses, <laughs> yeah. and be, you're all better. You don't have Cujo, yeah. okay? Okay. Okay. Thank you. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. Alrighty then, we'll get to the rest of you here. Okay, the Muppet Christmas Carol. Have you seen the Muppet Christmas Carol? I don't think I have. Oh, oh, <laughs> no, Sadie. Well, I oh, can still see it. Please see it. Okay, I will. It is the best. I must watch this three, four times a year. Oh, I really? Love, I love the Muppet Christmas Carol. I love Rizzo the Rat. <laughs> light the lamp, not the tail. No, light, oh, light the lamp, not the rat. Light the lamp. You have to see it to be able to see it. Okay, but okay the, what traditional... Oh, wait a minute. Well, okay, the Muppet Christmas Carol. Who played Scrooge? Okay, and a hint, it wasn't a Muppet. Okay. We'll be back. Thank you, folks, for sitting, uh, sitting in and listening to the KDK9 show. Remember, podcast, podcast, yes. podcast, the whole station podcast. You can go to mytalk1071.com. You can check out my KDK9 page uh, between Carly and Hope. They post really fun, uh, uh, neat stuff that, about <laughs> yeah. dogs, cats, and what, what did you post today? Um, kind of keeping it with the snow that we don't really have, but dogs, um, getting like the first time they're getting introduced to snow. Oh, that's excellent. excellent. (laughs) And their reactions. Good job. And it does. It is funny. And a lot of puppies that have never seen snow all of a sudden backslide on potty training Mm, because... You know, they're, they're like, what is this under my feet? Right. You know, they're not used to it. And so that's, and same with puppies that get used to the snow. And then when spring comes back, they got to get feeling used to that feeling of grass under their feet yeah to go different potty. textures so prepare for setbacks when the snow comes back again <laughs> right and they're gonna be like oh no they gotta be taken <laughs> out more often okay in the muppet christmas carol which is the most awesome movie well i'm not gonna get it who played scrooge <laughs> hint it wasn't a muppet i would say a human yeah it was a human very <laughs> good ding 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 that oh, all the answers no okay i didn't okay. think so and this is a part that i i, n- I never would have thought this guy would have played and he did it perfect Michael Caine. Oh, okay. Michael Caine. He played the uh, 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 Scrooge, and it's hmm. an awesome. You know, folks, you've got to, got to uh, watch this. It's one of my all-time favorite, along with White Christmas, Holiday Inn, Wonderful Life. Uh, uh, it happened while you were sleeping. Um, why you were sleeping? No, why you were sleeping? That's another one with Sandra Bullock. Yes, I love that, I love that movie. Yeah, I love that. While you were I know. Oh yeah. my gosh, so good. So, but no, everybody, put this on your Christmas list. I don't know if you can get it now. <laughs> uh, but the Muppets Christmas Carol is there is the Muppet Christmas, but that's not the same. You got to oh. get the Muppet Christmas Carol. Muppet Christmas right. Carol. Okay, okay, got it. There you go.
There you go. I would get that for everybody. I that's that's a must. <laughs> I just love it. They did a very very good job with it. You know, it's not scary because obviously it's the Muppets, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, like I don't know about screws. If you see the different variations of screws, yeah, it's, it's a it, little spooky, right? <laughs> so anyway, okay, let's set. Hey, guy, we got open line six five one six four one one zero seven one. Who's up? Okay, we have Linda, and she wanted to follow up with an email she sent you. All right, hi, Linda. How you doing? I am. Um, I have been better, but thank you. Okay, what's Can I up? keep you on speakerphone? Does that disrupt you guys at all? Well, as long as there's no radio of us in the back. <laughs> oh, I don't have a radio on. Okay, what's up? All right, Katie. I wrote you, I think it was this past week or last week, about a rescue dog that is two years old. It came from Oklahoma. It is about a 50-pound, kind of looks like a shepherd, and just the most friendly, loves kids, and loves people. And okay. I got this dog on an impulse because I had just lost my dog, which was our rat rescue, Jack Russell. Okay. Um, and anyway, then right after my dog died, my significant, <clears throat> this is, it's, I'm not looking for a psychology. I just need help um, with my dog. So I got this dog because I found my significant other um, dead. Oh. And it was a horrible thing because it was three days later, Memorial Weekend, okay. that I found him. So I I laid in my house without a dog, and it is horrible if, if oh, yeah. you ever come upon yeah. that. So okay, I so what's going on with this to, one now? So I got this. Harley, his name was Ira, and he, and the reason I'm asking you, because I know I would never write you, because I just experienced the same thing that just happened in May with somebody else on Thursday, so I would never write you, and my dog is the coolest, wonderful dog, and I, it runs, I mean, I take it to the park, I walk it. Okay, but what is the problem? Okay, He's a male. So what's the problem? He breaks free when I'm walking him. He can come out of a collar. He can, he broke the chain today of all days, which he broke the chain and he runs and he won't come back. Okay. He will not come back and he's not bored. Okay. Now, how does he get along but with I other need, people? I need help. Okay, yeah, just stop, just stop, just stop. Okay, now, how uh, how does he like other people and other dogs? He loves Okay, that's so that's just it. I don't know if I can keep him, and that's the other thing if you need to tell me. What? Because he loves children. Okay, good. So People... Okay, Maybe great. I'm not right for Oh, it. no, don't be going down that road for Petey's sakes, okay? You got a great well, dog. It sounds like great personality. No, stop, stop, stop. Listen, listen. No, that, stop. So okay, maybe. just stop, just stop. Listen, okay. listay, listen, listen. Okay, you. you bet. Okay, so it sounds like you have a great dog. He loves other people and he loves other oh. dogs. Sounds like that. Okay, now what you just need Thank is you me. just need to get yourself organized and the dog organized. We just need to get the oh. right training collar and you. all will be right with the world. And so the thing want, is, is that, uh, where, what area do you live in? I want a personal training okay, but hold you, on. I okay. asked about that. Okay, stop. Okay, so now what area do you live in? I live in Crystal. In Crystal. Oh, that's, okay. Okay. I know. 
But anyway, so the thing is, I is that because I'd be willing to do a private lesson with you for half price. All right. Uh, my, my, I, I don't even, I don't want that. I just want it. Yep. No, I'd be able to, no, I'd be willing, that'd be my Christmas present to you. I'll do, I'll do one for no. half price. But anyway, so it, what would you need to do is that we, I got to sit down with my calendar at home because if I, I can guarantee you that in about 10 minutes, you'll have a dog that is walking nicely on a leash. Okay. He and does. He does do that. I've trained him to heal and walk really good. But if he gets loose, okay. But then, but uh, then, what? That's what we need to work on. Then we'll work. We'll work on the cum. Do you use is any kind of training thing? collar? Do you use any kind of training collar at all? No. Okay. I don't know exactly what. It's what, what do you walk him in? A buckle collar? A, tra- a harness? Harness. Okay. Now that's uh, the thing is that that's he can get out of that, and so you got to have you a collar. Can't get out of that as easy as a little. Skinny collar. Okay, because there are what's called no slip collars, and so and what it does is that it's from the greyhounds where they you know the greyhound gets loose, you, they, you can't get them back, and so they can't no slip. Clip. And he can't, this guy's a magician, mm-hmm. not guy, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know what you're talking he about. Yes. Okay, but yeah, so that's like I say. So the the well, if you want to hang on, we got to run the break. I'll explain it over the radio how to get your dog to better come. Okay, so I'll try to explain it, and then if you feel like you need help, then we can try to get together. But we got to go to break. Got to get together. Okay. Okay, so why don't you? Okay, and I'll help and I'll help you over the the My radio. so weird. Okay, okay. okay so right. hold on, and we'll you. discuss after the break. Okay, so don't okay. hang up. We're going to come back. Okay, according to legend, let's see where are we at here. Okay, what according to legend, what holiday goodies were shaped to resemble a shepherd's staff as a way to remind children of the shepherds who visited baby Jesus? You got that? All right. Okay, we'll be back.